0: Hello folks, I am Vincent. This is third one and today we're talking Guardians 3. So sit down, buckle up. We're going to blast off one more time. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. James Gunn's swan song that almost didn't get made you know it's it's one of those times of when a trilogy gets completed and you kind of see it and you're just sad because this is James Gunn's last movie with Marvel for possibly forever I mean he's moved over to DC he's kind of leading their DCU or DCU um, movie lineup And this was, you know, James Gunn's kind of last hurrah. And, you know, I got to say, this movie, at times, was kind of hard to watch. Not because, like, oh, man, it's so bad. It's like, no, it got so dark. Um, For myself, I'm a big proponent of animals. You know, keep them happy, keep them healthy, and they'll love you forever kind of proponent. And kind of seeing what this movie kind of put forward was like wow this is this is dark this is kind of hurts but you know it wasn't all dark and depressing in this movie we got you know rocket's background which was kind of the main focus of the movie which hey, i have no problem with that you know good character kind of curious about him as well so you know for the mcu we kind of finally got that you know hey here's here's his details I wish they would have gotten a little more into Groot's background. Anywho. Uh, we get to see the whole cast return back to Guardians 3. We get, you know, Star-Lord. We get Gamora, Rocket, Groot. Um, I think he's not fully grown, but he's like a young adult Groot now. Uh, Mantis has come back and Gamora's come back. But this is Gamora pre-Guardians 1. Because for those who may have forgotten, shame on you. Uh this is the Gamora who got plucked out you know, of the 2014 universe for Guardians for you know during endgame. So she has no memories of the events of Guardians 1, Guardians 2, um you know Infinity War, nothing like that. So she's kind of a bitch in this. But that was kind of one thing I had a problem with. She was more of a bitch than she should have been, what I feel. Because honestly, like, you know, in Guardians 1, she was feisty. But she wasn't like, you know, a bitch, basically. You know, she was cunning, decisive in the first one, out for herself. and this one, she just wants to be more, you know, be a jerk to everyone kind of feeling. And, you know, that's the way she, they want to play it, fine Uh, because I think Zillie Saldana is done with a character after this movie which I think along with most of the Guardians actors are done with their characters after this movie Um, Chris Pratt looks like he's coming back uh, because he basically said that if there's a still role for him and the script is good he'll do it Um, I know Dave Bautista is done Um, you know Vin Diesel I'm not sure I mean you know, he's good voiceover in this movie. In really all Guardians movies, where Groot is, he's a good voiceover. Uh, Bradley Cooper... I don't know. I could see him keep going on with Rocket. You know, why not? It's just voiceover work. But, you know, our main villain in this round was the High Evolutionary, who has been probably one of the better villains of, you know, post-Endgame, you know, Marvel movies. He's terrible uh, like kind of not that oh man he's a flawed background kind of you know evil like nah he's just flawed evil he has no problem you know doing what he feels needs to be done to create the perfect society to you know mow down whoever gets in his way and as he put hit the reset button whenever it feels like things have not gone correctly and usually the reset button for him involves you know mass murder um, but he finds hope in Rocket, because as you know, he is basically making Rocket who he is now. He sees hope and all that and decisiveness. But when it comes to the point where he feels that Rocket has reached his potential, he wants to take, you know, Rocket's brain to a higher level. You know, that's when Rocket leaves, and you know, of course, he leaves. Wouldn't you? I mean, I don't have much of a brain, but what I got, I gotta keep. Sorry, but. You know for the movie itself i feel it was a good marvel movie was it the best guardians movie of the trilogy no i would probably give that still the guardians one just because there's so much going on so much excitement around it you know they took these characters who weren't really that well known to the whole marvel family you know i think james Gunn said he was given a list of C characters to make a movie out of and he chose the Guardians and really brought them forefront to the point where he basically redid the Starboard character in his own image. And because before, the Starboard character was pretty messed up. Um, imagine a very jaded, you know, military person who's seen a lot, done a lot, and lost a lot. You know, missing an eye, you know, cybernetic arm, you know, kind of thing. But when Guardians 1 came out, he was pretty much given kind of a new lease on life. You know, through James Gunn's you know visions and character development. So, but in this movie, there was a lot going on. There was, you know, a lot of heart there. There's, you know, of course the usual moral comedy. Um There was tragedy. There was, I don't know, just a little bit of everything. So I felt like um, the movie was a little over two hours long, and you really felt like you got a lot going on there. So, if you haven't seen it, I definitely recommend it. It's a good movie, it's solid. So, I would say go check it out. But, folks, that's all I got for this time. So, once again, I am Vincent. This is Nerd One. Do come find us on social media. We're still on Twitter, Nerd One Five. We're on Instagram, Nerd One Podcast. Our website is podpage.com forward slash nerd one. And if you don't mind, please do share the episode. Like, subscribe, retweet, and let's grow that nerdom. But till next time, stay safe out there, wash your hands, stay clean, and we'll talk to you soon. Oh, and please be nice to each other. Have a great day.